0: Welcome back to Hope for Today. I hope that you've enjoyed the last two weeks where we've had my friends here, and we've talked quite openly and honestly with each other, and it was very interesting as to the topics we covered and just our interaction, and I had so much wonderful feedback from all of you that you really enjoyed that, one of the things I was saying to one of my coworkers is that the honesty that we had with each other. I was, you know, as I molded over in my mind after we chatted, we were able to like take a mask off and just be honest and open with each other. And we really got into a good conversation. And I wish I could have recorded that for you all because the conversation was great. And I was just saying that, you know, so many of us, and I'm sure you feel the same way, struggle with certain things from time to time or have a down day or um, maybe you're struggling with a sin in your life that you just can't get over that hurdle or whatever it might be. And to go to your friends that are Christians or to go to the local church, you would never want to expose yourself as to where you really are. And You know the Bible wants the Bible talks about us being honest and the Lord wants us to be honest and I think sometimes we're almost afraid to be honest with him as well I know I am if I'm honest with you that you know, I'm almost embarrassed to go to the Lord and say I'm Struggling with this now. He already knows this. I mean he knows everything. He knows the thoughts I'm, I'm going to have tomorrow and I'm not even in tomorrow but there will be, there'll be times where I'm almost embarrassed to go to the Lord. And I know for sure there are times where I've really struggled. Maybe I'm just down that day or I've been down that week and, you know, things that are going on in my life. And to go to somebody at church, I don't know how many times I've opted to go to somebody and instead of getting that, oh, Lynn, I'm there for you, even if I they don't have the answers. Lynn, I don't have the answers, but I can pray with you. I can ask the Lord for wisdom and guidance to help you or any of that type of response. And a lot of times I've gotten the complete opposite where what's the matter with you? Girl, you're a Christian. You should know better. You know, you gotta be doing better and almost scolded at for the fact that I'm not doing the right thing. I know I'm not doing the right thing. That's why I'm coming to you. I need help. And you feel like you're drowning and somebody throws you a life preserver, but kind of pulls it back and says, um, you know, you want it kind of like that feeling. And I was saying that, you know, how many of us, when somebody has come to us, we have not been, we've not allowed them to be honest. We've not allowed them to take the mask off. We should be there for each other. The Bible talks about edifying one another. And being accountable to one another and helping each other and feeling each other's pain and feeling each other's joys and all of that. And I think we've gotten so self-absorbed in ourselves as well as uh, I think sometimes, I don't know if it's that we feel better than each other. Um, I don't know. I really don't know what that is. But one verse that kept coming to mind this week that I wanted to share with you is Isaiah 26 3 you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you all whose thoughts are fixed on you you will keep in perfect peace And I keep thinking we've talked about in the beginning of the year about building our homes and you know and that includes our lives and that we should not be living in chaos, we should be living in peace. And the more that we meditate on the Lord, the Lord, the more that we worship the Lord, the more that we spend time with Him, walk with Him, commune with Him, talk with Him, pray to Him, read His Word, sit still and be quiet and know that He is God and listen for that still, small voice, that whisper, the more we'll have the mind of Christ and the more we'll have the heart of Christ. And my son has been preaching the last couple of weeks on the busyness of life and the volume of life. And he had, for an example, he was having someone read a Bible verse in the church service and he had a little gizmo thing and as they started to read he turned up this volume and it was just like static in the background and he was trying to make a point, and he would say i'm sorry i can't hear you could you say that a little louder and as that person continued to read he turned the volume up to the point that the static was almost blinding your ears and you could barely hear her say her verse and he was referring to the volume of life is so loud in our own lives that we don't hear the Lord. And I going back to, you know, being honest with each other and how I could be honest with that circle of friends that I had. And I was saying to them, there are very few people I feel that I can be truly honest with. And I wonder if it's because of something like this. If we are not, will you, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you, Isaiah 26, 3. I know myself, and maybe I'm preaching to the choir. Maybe you guys have this perfectly and you're, you're all good. But I know if I've not been in the Word and studying the Word and applying that to my life and preparing my heart for the day um, and listening to the Lord and listening to the quiet, of, you know, the quietness of being with the Lord and worshiping Him, that sometimes my heart is not at peace, my mind is not at peace, there's all this static going on. So when someone comes to me, I'm almost in a bit of a rush to say, okay, come on, we got to move on, you know, get your life right, blah, 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 blah. And I made a point, many of you who watch this podcast are familiar with all that America's Keswick does, and we have the Colony of Mercy, and we have Barbara's Place. And if you're not familiar, we are founded, our original heartbeat of this mission, um, and still is, our heartbeat of what we do, is the Addiction Recovery Ministry. We have both for men and for women. And, you know, we'll hear the stories of the men and women that have gone through the program and, you know, how God brought them here. And we're like, rah, rah, rah. And if somebody were to come walking through the door right now and say, I'm, I'm addicted to, I'm struggling with, we're right there. How can we help you? You know, let's get them a bed. Let's get them help. But if that same person walked through the doors of their local church, would they get the same reception? Would somebody come alongside of them and say, hey. I I got a place for you, and, and we're going to come alongside of you, and we're going to help you. Most times I find that people are like, oh, um, uh, maybe you should go to pastor, you know? Like there's this awkwardness. We don't want to talk about sin. We don't want to talk about struggles in the church. That honesty of, can I just talk to you about how I'm really feeling? And, you know, I know that a lot of times... Again, I was talking with the girls in the office and I said, how many times, you know, you look at everyone that goes to church and it looks perfect. Everybody's dressed and everybody's there and everybody's smiling and, hey, how are you? I'm great. How are the kids? Kids are good. How's the husband? Very good. Everything's fine. But really, is it really fine? And it's not. And I have one friend that I haven't seen in forever, but when I do see her, she'll say, how is Lynn doing? And I'll go, oh, I'm good, and then she'll look at me with all tenderness, no judgment, and say to me, how is Lynn really doing? And she has a way of just melting my soul, and she can talk to me and get right in there, and sometimes it, I am really okay. You know, I, I right now I'm okay, and then she'll say to me, that's fantastic. I can rejoice with you. And there are other times that I'll tell her I'm struggling with maybe something in my own personal life or I'm struggling with just life or whatever, and I can be real with her and honest with her and know she's not going to come down on me, she's not going to judge me, she's not going to single me out and make me feel stupid that I admitted where I'm at. But she'll come alongside of me and say, you know, here's a verse that God has been laying on my heart. Maybe it'll help you. Or she'll pray with me at the moment. Or she'll tell me, I need to think about this. I don't know the answer for you. But I can pray and ask the Lord to help me and to give, give me some wisdom that I can share with you. And I don't know, I think she's the only person I've ever met that really has been so sensitive to the Lord's leading that I can say that anytime time I see her, it could be months or years in between, that we still have that relationship. And I don't know if it's because that our walk and our meditation and our worship and our prayer life and our Bible study life and all of that, I don't know you, you don't know me, and I don't know others. I cannot judge or see how much time you're spending with the Lord. But I can tell you from me, when I am not where I should be with the Lord, I am not equipped to help someone. I am not equipped to pray with them, to give them advice or wisdom, or to share in their sorrows, or to share in their joys, because just as Graham turned up that volume for that static, the busyness and the volume of life in my own life is so loud that I just don't have in me what I need to give to you. And it really, just listening to to all of us the past two weeks, spoke to my heart on how We were able to be honest with each other, and that is something that I want to change in my own life. I want to be able to go to church and be available to somebody that needs to fess up. Maybe somebody is struggling with something so hard in their life that they don't know who else to turn to. There have been times I've prayed, Lord, when I go to church, help me find somebody that I can share this with. I'm really struggling, Lord. And there have been times I've gone and I've come home empty because everybody that I looked around at was no one that I really felt I could connect with. So my challenge to both you and me this week is let's look at Isaiah 26, 3. Will you keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you? Are your thoughts fixed on the Lord? Is your prayer life on the Lord? Are you spending time with Him? We need to have the mind and heart of Christ. If somebody comes to the Lord today, right now, and says, Lord, I've messed up. I have messed up so bad. You don't know how bad I've messed up. Yes, He does. But He wants us to be able to admit that to Him. He wants us to be honest and open and lay our you know, I hate to say the phrase, but lay your cards on the table, lay it out there. He wants us to do that because once we've laid it out there, that's when the Lord can come in and say, okay, now I can come alongside of you and we can fix this together and I can guide you and direct you. Sometimes we need that human interaction and are we a people that people don't feel they can be honest with and that they can take their mask off with? How many of us wear a mask everywhere we go because I could never tell people what I'm really going through. You know, maybe you've run up your credit cards up to Gazoo and you're really struggling. And, you know, I can't tell people that in church because Christians aren't supposed to have credit cards. Or I can't tell people that my husband and I are having problems because we're a Christian couple. And Christian couples are supposed to live happily ever after you're not alone in this there are many other people struggling with this but most of us never want to be honest and open with each other so my challenge to you and me is that we need to get right with god we need to go back to having the heart of god and the mind of god so that when someone comes into our life we are there to come alongside of them as a true blue friend just as the bible talks about that I can edify, I can encourage, I can, if you, if you need to be held accountable, I can do that, but not in a judgment harsh way because they have come to me with all confidence that I need a friend. Could you pray with me? Can you mentor me? Can you walk through this dark time of my life with me? I want to be able to do that without putting them down to the point where then they just feel like they need to go away because I hurt their feelings or... I've offended them or now i'm not saying there sin is sin i know that i'm not taking away from the fact that sin is sin but if somebody wants to confess that and they need a friend and they need someone to help them walk through this that's what i'm saying that we need to have the heart and mind of christ i hope that makes sense i hope you understand where i'm coming from just listening to us the last two weeks and us as friends just being able to come together and saying, I understand. And listen, we all have differences of opinion. We've come from different races, different backgrounds. My parents raised me one way. I was brought up in a very conservative church. Other people were raised a different way and went to a different style church. But the bottom line is the Bible is the Bible and the Bible is truth. And the Lord tells us that we should have tender hearts and we should have the mind of Christ and the heart of Christ. And if we are walking with Him, truly walking with Him on a daily basis, and we're getting closer and closer to Him, that will affect our hearts and our minds and the tenderness that we have one toward another. I am so glad you joined me today. I would love to hear from you. If you'd like to like to leave a comment below or shoot me an email, that would be great. I just really thank you for taking time out of your day to want to hear what God has to share with you this week. And I appreciate it, and we'll catch you all on the next podcast.